calls recorded for quality insurance. Welcome to episode two of the Quality Insurance Podcast. This episode will have a couple of different interviews. The first one's Paul Ludovici and I, agent for First Baptist Mayfield and many other churches in Mayfield, Kentucky and Graves County, talking about the night of the Mayfield tornado. The second one is an interview I did and we'll be describing really our thought process behind, holy smokes, what's happening in the economy with inflation and what the Mayfield tornado has revealed and what is required of us to try to get the word out. I hope you enjoy both of these. This podcast, we wanted to offer our featured product. Today, I'll talk a little bit about church insurance through the American Church Group of Alabama, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Our agency insures more than 1,300 churches across those three states, including a few in southern Illinois. And we really specialize in church insurance and ministry nonprofit insurance. We offer a multitude of additional coverages that are unique, as well as risk management services like security team training, abuse prevention and child protection policy setup, and more that really allow your ministry to serve in your community without risk of catastrophic loss, destroying your ability to minister. Go to AmericanChurchGroup-Kentucky.com to find out more. Next up, Paul Ludovici. Talk to me about the night we had the tornado. What did you see happen and what went down? So that night, Jared, I was listening to the news around 7, 7.30, and we were just hanging out as a Friday night. Uh, Hallie was home and uh, Stephanie, and I am from Minnesota, and uh, I've never seen a tornado, never been involved in one. And so I just thought it kept interrupting Hallie's show. She was getting annoyed. And I'm like, I don't know why they have to be so dramatic. We actually, we actually just turned the TV off and then my phone went off in an emergency. It was about 9.30 and then I turned it back on the TV and then it said, if you are in Mayfield, you need to hit shelter immediately. And I'm like, wow, I've never heard him say that. You need to hit shelter immediately. This is a catastrophic tornado. So I'm watching it. And then I heard about the candle factory on the news. Automatically, I just assumed the worst. So the first thing I did was called First Baptist Mayfield and checked on Pastor Wes at First Baptist Mayfield, because that's the heart of Mayfield. And I, that would help me understand like what's going on. He and his family and the youth pastor and his family were under the road in the tunnel. And it was like a, he described it as, uh, a freight train going over the top of the road, the whole wall shaking. He was laying on top of his kids and wife. He thought that this was it. If that's what his words that he started getting emotional. Uh, and I remember him just cause I've worked with them for so long and I have such a personal connection with pastor West and that team that I, I had to get up and get out of the, the living room for my family. Cause I didn't want them to see me have some tears. So I got. Talked to him and uh, just kind of said, as long as you're good, as long as you're safe, we can fix everything else. Like, it's going to be okay. This is why you have insurance. I just wanted to make sure you were okay. And so he went outside as he's talking. He was speechless. You can imagine you were there, Jared, yeah. uh, Monday after. 
Absolutely. Uh, he saw the immediate aftermath, the screaming, he heard screaming, he heard crying, he heard people are buried in their homes and you could just hear that. He said, I'm just going to let you go. And I said, if you need anything, call. And then I started going through my whole list of Trace Creek, Chief Cornerstone. I knew I wouldn't get a hold of them because they, they don't have their cell phones, but I tried to call every ministry that night in Mayfield that had cell phones. And then followed up with the ones I couldn't get a hold of. I tried to reach Saturday, Sunday, and then I went there Monday live. We went right to First ba I was already at First Baptist Mayfield. And when I saw Pastor West, we both got emotional again because we were, they were hunkered down in a, in one of the boardrooms, it was just hard. You couldn't even find it because there's no lighting. All the windows are blown out. It looked like a war zone, literally. I got up Saturday morning and just started driving Marshall for anybody that was in the path and started turning in claims on those that get pictures and to submit claims on those that I knew were, were going to need it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. We had the homeowners association out. They got hit, Cambridge Shores Homeowners Association, and they got hit fairly well, but not as bad as I thought they were going to. I thought they were going to be in a lot worse shape, but they still had a large, a fairly large claim. It's crazy. I was in Mayfield today and it, it really hasn't come along like you would think. Yeah. I don't think, I think you're looking at two or three years to get. Oh no. Uh, I, th I think yeah. you're looking at, I think you're looking at five to 10 years. The scars are going to be there for maybe more than 10 oh, years. Yeah. Because you, sure. it'll take a long time. We also got a referred manufacturing company that was right next to the candle maker. And I, we were able to help him on his personal lines. And they're just, he's, they're trying to decide if they're going to build back at all. But those folks have got to find a way to continue business somewhere. And if they find another building elsewhere and they occupy it and everybody gets used to using it, they're, they're still looking today. They're still doing cleanup. They're looking at two to three years for a rebuild. And the cost of rebuild is going to be substantially higher than what they had it insured for substantially higher. That's the other factor of the whole deal. It's crazy. Sure. Mayfield clients aren't even, they're just taking the check that the insurance company are giving them. They're coming to Paducah, Murray. There's by, and that's why there's no homes available in Pittsburgh, in McCracken, Marshall, down in Galloway, because they're just in Mayfield and just start over. Even those in Marshall, the partial loss ones, they're looking at a rebuild time of, you think about it, it's one thing if it's your business or your church, if it's your home right. and you're living somewhere temporarily for the next two years, right? that's a long time. That's You think about it, if you got right. kids in the household, two of their years are going to be living. And what are you living in? Are you living in a two or three bedroom apartment? Are you living in a rental house? That, yeah. That's just, yeah. who wants to do that? That, that rebuild time really impacts decision-making. That's it for our discussion around Paul and the night of the Mayfield tornado. Early in January, one of our insurance company marketing partners came down to do an interview on the Paducah branch of American Church Group of Kentucky, Alabama, and Tennessee. While here, he interviewed me asking questions about what had happened in Mayfield and what that meant. Uh, the fact that runaway inflation and building materials, how that's impacting people that had losses, and we were within about 30 days of the loss at this point. So we were able to early on realize the negative impacts that this tornado was going to have for a lot of the people who were impacted and how their insurance may not have had adequate coverage. So here's a good discussion around these moving parts and what really became, I would say, my thought process in how we go forward 
to help our customers understand the unique time we live in. We are seeing, at this point, nearly unprecedented inflation in building materials, but across the economy, really, not just in building materials, but specifically for building materials. Well, why does that matter to churches, right? And why does it matter to church insurance? For us, 80% of our church claims are property claims. And while a, a total loss is rare, it's not unheard of. And in a normal environment, our goal is to have a conversation with our customers and say, hey, if your building is destroyed, do you plan on rebuilding the same square footage? And that answer can be, yes, we're going to rebuild the same or bigger. No, we're going to rebuild less. Or we might shut the doors of the church. The accounts that would say we might shut the doors of the church, it's hard to build an insurance policy around that. But when we start talking about, yeah, rebuilding less square footage because our church doesn't need what we have, or uh, rebuilding the same or bigger, we want to make sure the insurance can deliver that, right? You know, if somebody's plan is we've got a, a large loss that's beyond our church budget's ability to pay for, we're looking to insurance to take care of that catastrophic loss, and we want to make sure limits are there. So how do we handle that? How do we do that when we structure policies for our customers? Well, we can do up to 125% replacement cost, or we can go down to 80% replacement cost. So if the answer is, hey, we're probably not building back the same square footage, but we're still building back something, we might insure them for 80% of what we think it's going to cost to rebuild the building. If they say we're building the same back or more, we'll go to the other end and say, let's do 125% in case there's an area-wide disaster. that And our guess or estimate for when we wrote the insurance is not accurate at time of claim. Well, what, what could cause that? Well, let's say you have... Uh, hurricane hit an area and it drives construction costs higher for a short time period. Or let's say you have a tornado hit an area that might drive construction costs higher than, a, which is exactly what we've seen recently, right? With a tornado that hit it in Mayfield. So take a step back. So in a normal time, when you have a catastrophic loss like Mayfield, your building's gone. You discover at that point, whether or not you got good insurance, you discover, Hey, do we have as much limits as we thought? Ultimately, the decision for what limit to insure your building for, your contents for, is the church's responsibility and decision. Not that we don't take responsibility for it or that we're not involved. Our goal is at time of loss, based on what you tell us when we talk, that you have what you expected. If you've changed something and you hadn't communicated it to us, you've added a location, you hadn't communicated it to us, there's not much we can do to help. But in a normal year, when a total loss happens, it's, wow, you know, maybe inflation or maybe property costs go up, replacement costs go up a little bit because of locally, we've got fewer contractors and contractors are coming in from out of town. Well, right now, because we've had a 50% increase in re replacement costs and, and construction costs in the last 18 months, even if you had a good limit with an extra 25% on top of it, and you're planning on rebuilding, you may not have enough limits. So I want to say that again. In the last 18 months, we've seen building material costs increase. The cost to build a building increased by 50%. 50%. So we hadn't seen anything like that in our lifetimes. I'm a, I'm a 40-year-old guy. It, you got to get back to the late 70s or around the time I was born to see the inflation rates where they are. And so when you're talking about a 50%, so let, what's that mean? Well, for people that wanted to build a new home, one of our local banks, eight to nine months ago, were saying you had to plan on spending at least 120 bucks a square foot to build a home. They would underwrite new construction loans at 120 a foot. 
Six months after that, they increased it to uh, 180 a foot, and just recently they increased it to $200 per square foot. So we've gone from 120 bucks a foot to build a house up to 200 square foot, uh, $200 per square foot. So what's that mean for a church? Five, six, seven years ago, I would write a high church, nice historical Presbyterian Episcopalian type church for two to 250 bucks a foot. Right now, that's probably 400. When I look at our customer base, we can't go to our customers and say, hey guys, guess what? We're doubling your building limits and, and thus we may not exactly double your price, but it's going to be a substantial increase because our, our churches, we have to remember that our, uh, every dollar that's spent on church insurance premium comes from the offering plate and it's money that doesn't get spent on ministry. We're trying to be aware of that and help churches. But the flip side of that is if they want to rebuild, they probably don't have enough limits right now. So this podcast is going to go out to our customer base. We're going to be wearing them out over the next probably nine to 12 months with emails and notices that say, hey, we're putting together a plan to gradually increase building limits over the next three to five years to try to account for this. If inflation keeps going, it may take us longer to get there because we're not going to hit you with a huge increase. We're not going to hit you with a 50% building limit increase. But if you're concerned about that and you're willing to, and you want to address that and understand it's going to drive your cost higher, call us, reach out to us, email us and say, hey, I want to see what that would look like to get limits higher than what you guys are planning on doing. Ultimately, the policyholder is responsible for what limits they have on their policy. We're going to do everything we can to try to keep up with that, but we're in an environment right now that we can't without increasing costs a lot, and it may be something that our customers are going to have to juggle what they want. So it, it's been fun. So some of the other things we can do, we can maybe go to 80% replacement costs for a higher limit than what 100% is now. We may be able to do a higher deductible on the property to help offset some of that higher limit costs, but there's no way we can offer 50% increase in, in limits without it driving insurance premiums along with it. We just can't avoid it. But we don't want to say, hey, higher premiums are terrible. We want to let our customers tell us we want to have limits to replace what our buildings are now. So can you help us through, through a gradual plan or, or more quickly, depending on what you want, get that appropriate coverage in place? The Quality Insurance Podcast is a production of Paducah Insurance Agency, LLC, and American Church Group of Kentucky, LLC. This podcast is a member of the Ministry League Network. The podcast music is Moonlight Motor Inn, written by Steve Spurgeon, arranged by Dan Crary, and recorded by Josh Williams. <laughs>